guys, welcome back to episode number 17. Today, our guest is a communication strategist, concept artist, and creative director known for her unique ideas and storytelling based on empathy. She is currently the founder and director of Coffee Bean Media, Buy for Good, and Start Bio Communication. Her passion is storytelling using any communication medium. Her favorites are cartoons, infographics, and audiovisual presentations. An emerging thought leader and speaker at business and sustainability forums, she has spoken at sustainable brands uh, in Istanbul, Kuala Lumpur, World Marketing Forum, and many others at academic levels. She currently resides in Jaipur, India. That being said, let's welcome our guest today, Dr. Anju Dev Vaish. How are you, ma'am? Thank you, Seth. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm doing good. And thanks for having me here and uh, making me interact with your lovely audiences out there. I hope I'm just able to, you know, share something good, valuable. Definitely. You know, it's an honor for us to have you, you know. So uh, before we dive into the, the podcast, you know, I just want you to kind of take a moment and tell our audience a little bit about your, about your background, you know. Okay, so yeah, hello everyone. This is uh, Anju Davevesh. Yeah, doctor, I'm a PhD in uh, botany biotechnology. Um, that's my, you know, the primary academic background. And after that, I went on pursuing my career in uh, advertising. So precisely, I'm a marketing communications professional who has then later on, you know, acquired business management. Uh, from IGNO in India, then IIM Bangalore, and then a specialization from uh, Ithaca, New York in strategic communications. And um, I have over two decades of experience as a marketing communications uh, creative professional. And um, I have worked in diverse industrial markets uh, across India and US for very large multinational companies like Fortune 500 ban uh, banners to something you know, very, very small startups. And uh, that happened more when I started off my own venture, my own consulting, that is uh, Coffee Bean Media, All right? And uh, so yeah, it's been an interesting creative journey and I'm still evolving. In fact, as a matter of fact, when I'm talking to you, Sid, uh, I'm again, you know, in a very, very transformational uh, phase. So we are going to talk more about it. I think you would have very many questions around that for me. Definitely, definitely. Well, thanks so much for letting our audience know, you know a little bit about yourself. Uh, so now, you know, you, you came up with a book right now, The Change Generation in August of 2021. Uh, what was your inspiration for this book and, and who do you think is the right audience to read this book? I would say you foremost, <laughs> you know, as in the millennial bracket I just talked about, you know, because I just wrote it for the millennials and the younger generation, because right now it's uh, your domain to thrive and take the charge for the world, for the change, right? So basically this generation, your generation is my inspiration. And uh, how I just came about and around that is, you know, a little, uh, I hope you don't mind if I just take a little while explaining this. No, please, please. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Okay. So it just so happened that uh, during my Coffee Bean Media journey, uh, I was anyways, you know, quite keen on, in fact, uh, my, 
you know, turning point was when I landed in US and uh, I was very much, you know, uh, astonished by the loads of products, you know. Some people just get, you know, too much charmed by, okay, they are like almost, you know, Alice in Wonderland coming from India to places like, you know, this where there's a lot of consumerism. But I'm anyways, you know, a short height person I, and I just used to get lost in the aisles and my husband would look, look up for me. I'm just kidding here. But mainly, you know, where I'm coming from is that a um, lot of, you know, this uh, overproduction and pushing consumerism. So I was very much uh, shocked by that sort of a culture that why do we need to produce so much and why actually uh, advertising and marketing has to go this way. And uh, being an advertising professional myself, I just felt that moment to be, you know, that, okay, I'm the culprit too, you know, mea culpa, although I was never into those, uh, you know, those kind of um, FMCGs that I've always been mostly about and around in um, IT, telecom, office automation, you know, solution-based advertising and all. But somewhere I just felt that it, it is, you know, our fraternity's responsibility to kind of not really be too pushy because it is coming at the cost of our ecosystem, you know, our planet. So that's where, you know, I was caught on with the thing about environment a lot and sustainability and all that. And uh, the biggest hit was, you know, that when I came back to my country, India, and I just was, you know, kind of totally taken aback that the same strategies were being adopted here, the same kind of strategies uh, by the business, the global brands, I would say, because they have once done, you know, the things over there in the Western market. And now because the economy is shifting to the Asian regions or the developing countries, so uh, they are not really concerned about, you know, the, the, the plights of the ecosystem over there, which is already burdened by, you know, the population over here, uh, by, you know, the uh, burdens on, uh, you know, like the water pollution, air pollution, all those things but they are just pushing for the profits. So I was like, you know, totally um, taken aback. And then I sort of, you know, started doing a lot of uh, thought uh, process was there on sustainability part. And I had no, not much of idea about, you know, that there's so much of happening around in the industry as such, but that's where, you know, a parallel thread kind of started in my um, thinking. And I started, you know, within my organization and wherever I would just uh, happen to consult uh, for even employee engagement or culture, I started, you know, talking about this bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my, you know, take was, you know, that, okay, uh, all of you want to stay because, you know, we have a culture here of aping West, right? So be like that, okay, you want to stay, you want to look cool, but you got to evolve from where you stand. Right. So I come up with concepts like cool pollution and all that. And uh, so moving on, you know, I was, uh, then I start, started with the, the, the concept like, you know, um, uh, you thrive basically with the economy prospering and all that you're thriving. Mm -hmm. So thrive responsibly. That was my note. And uh, somewhere, you know, the, the try for good, that journey started. So try stands for the responsible you. So with my try for a good journey, you know, I was doing a lot of work. Um, uh, and in that, I, I started interacting and interviewing people. And uh, then I just came up uh, with this thing that, okay, I should be just doing the now. Yeah, that's what. And, and, and is this available 
uh, where can people find this across the United States and India if they want to purchase this book? Is this available on Amazon right now? It's available on Amazon. And okay. um, yeah, and just to, you know, tell more about, you know, what the book contains, it's, um, uh, say, basically, uh, there's also, you know, there was a time, you know, because the entire interview series, which I have done in the book, it, there are like 12 people from all over the world mm -hmm. whom I've interviewed. And all of them are the millennials, you know, who okay. have taken charge uh, okay. in this space of sustainability, right? And uh, so when I interviewed them, there was nothing like the sign of pandemic. It just happened when I was almost on the verge of finishing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, and, you know, some of them are also in the, like, food industry, travel industry. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, what is going to happen next? Because the industry is kind of, you know, facing a lot of uh, troubles. So I kind of, you know, plugged back with them and um, I just revised. Uh, so it contains, you know, that because there's a lot of discussion uh, happening around um, because, what is pandemic? It's an opportunity to kind of, you know, look back, slow mm -hmm. down, mm -hmm. and maybe address the things which we have not addressed so far, that is considering the part of ecosystem, the environment, in mm -hmm. our messaging, in the kind of uh, businesses that we do. So the, the millennials actually have these answers. Because I met a lot of people, you know, I was traveling and I was talking to, you know, I was attending conferences, I was a speaker there. So I met a lot of, uh, you know, very smart people. And that is where, you know, I just came to know that uh, the, the, this generation is really smart in kind of combining their um, ambitions vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, having a purpose for people and planet. So that's what precisely the book covers. And uh, taking, you know, uh, in a way, you know, my, the launch campaign for the book was around that, um, what is it that you, really live for or what makes you live because it's not the products somewhere you know the pad of fancy of products we have you know we hoard of things and you know we are always flashing around and all but the pandemic had put a full stop on everything and the key things were like what you remembered was whether you have groceries or not so it was precisely air everybody uh, you know recognized the importance of oxygen right mm -hmm. but... and of course in a very sad way but yeah air, water, and then your, uh, so, you know, the basics, air, water, food, and uh, later on, you know, your shelter and clothing, and then, you know, urbanization. So from that part, I just, so I take, I took this opportunity to, you know, kind of slightly, you know, redo the interviews from the perspective of pandemic, because that was a window that, okay, I can seize the attention here of the people. And, uh, you know, uh, so the entire thing goes about that, okay, uh, without air, you probably die in just, you know, three minutes. Without what, I, I have a question. I, sorry for interrupting. So, so this book, you said you interviewed these millennials. So now, is it more about their perception on the ecosystem and how they see it that's been written in this book? Or is it more about their personality traits and how they are different from the older generation <laughs> well actually that's an interesting point you've made well some of them actually uh, did say you know um that okay 
we just have to, you know, kind of go for karma cleansing, whatever right. older generations have done, you know, for so long. Right. But at the same time, you know, when I talk to them, it's all about, you know, that, okay, every era has, you know, something. So internet mm-hmm. was our thing. So that's why you are connected. And okay. that's why I'm able to connect with you. And we are globally able to send across this message. So there's always a pros and cons. And um, there's nothing like, you know, everybody is up there for the purpose. And uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. In fact, it's very, very inspiring for me. It's been very, very inspiring for the people. There's been very good response uh, for the book. And um, people are motivated. They really want to do something in that space because most of them are, you know, in their uh, own world. But when they really uh, understand about thing, the thing, you know, that, okay, without air, we are going to die in just three minutes, without water, three weeks, and, you know, without food, something like, you know, three weeks or, yeah, three days without water for that matter. So the importance, it's just, you know, the shifting the mind. That's okay. what communicators do. <laughs> You know, I'm actually going to I'm actually going to get this book from Amazon, and I'm also going to list the link of the book of Amazon so people can purchase and uh, get inspired and actually give you a feedback, you know, on what they think about it. Uh, so, so yeah, I would, I would really hope you know more and more people getting inspired. No, no, absolutely. That's I mean, you know, you're a great role model, you know, if you're already doing that. So hats off to you. Much respect. Now, you are also a creative illustrator. You know, you have done cartoon illustrations, graphics in the book. Uh, how did you get that? Like, how were you fascinated by doing cartoon illustrations, graphics? Is that something you have been doing for a long time? Well, Sid, um, you know, drawing, I mean, basically, it's suppose, you know, I'm still a kid inside. And what I love is always to write and draw that's been right from like, it's an inherent trait. Mm -hmm. And I think in school assignments also, I was a doodler, you know, (laughs) because there would be math class going on and I would be just doodling, you know? And uh, so it's been there. And uh, I think uh, I was nurtured uh, within my family. I was just allowed to do whatever. And in my school academics and uh, early academic years, college and all, I stood out. Always, mm-hmm. I was always the winner there. In fact, I have won, you know, accolades at the national level. And uh, as a matter of fact, it always comes handy uh, because, you know, because we do posters and all that, but cartoons is something which uh, is, you know, not is kind of witty. So it really seizes attention, and they really came in handy in all my expressions, especially which I wanted to do um, around, you know, the sustainability part. Uh, okay. As a matter of fact, in all my speaker presentations, they were with me and they really made an impact. Oh, wow. That's I, I, I also did a solo cartoon exhibit actually recently, oh, really? I mean, 2017. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Uh, so, so now let's go straight to your state of brewing ideas. It was a hotel room in New York, 2010, 2011. You were sipping coffee and more coffee which led you to start Coffee Bean Media. How did that happen? You know, this is pretty interesting. <laughs> how do you find, how do you like the name? I mean, do you like it? Coffee Bean Media? I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love Coffee Bean Media. I'm a coffeeholic, you know, so I'm, I'm addicted to coffee. And uh, when you said you were sipping coffee and more coffee, and then it led exactly. you to create this Coffee Bean Media, 
tell us more about you know what coffee bean media is what triggered in your mind sipping so much coffee that you're going to come up with coffee bean media well so it just so happened you know because moving to us of course i was working for some it firms for some recruitment and all that because you know there's a shift and uh, i was like okay i'm not getting what i want and i soon started you know consulting at my own level uh where mm-hmm. i just formed you know a firm so to say and uh, so i have to have a name and at that point in time we used to shuttle a lot you know my husband being an it professional and uh, so we used to stay in those uh, what do you call those sort of uh, the hotels where actually there's a co- like coffee flowing all the time okay. so i was just anyway spinning around you know that okay maybe it could be green olive or something and i was thinking and thinking and i'm like what do i do i just keep on doing ideas all the time anyways i'm a wanderer <laughs> you know i'm a dreamer right so and uh, basically uh, the, the whole concept revolved around that okay you know when you go to a perfumery they always give you coffee beans to kind of yeah. uh, distinguish between yeah. the different smells so that was the key you know that how actually unique we are from the other similar creative boutiques so okay here you smell the fresh coffee beans and get the fresh ideas <laughs> we brew ideas that's how it just evolved so is it like is it a digital marketing firm or do you specialize in certain niche at coffee bean um uh okay so everything uh, you know because i am actually a branding person i'm a storyteller okay and uh, so everything about and around any brand is something you know how actually we uh, i conceive the name of any brand or what's the story about and around it how the theme flows and how it is communicated to the external as well as internal um, audiences mm-hmm. right so primarily yeah branding but uh, yeah because um, uh, when i started operations from india here uh, then we became more of a digital company that is you know providing website solutions and all okay well. ux designs everything oh very good interesting uh, you also uh, i i also want to talk about your two other ventures sprout bio communications and try for good uh could you tell us uh in brief a little bit about both ventures and are they similar do they uh like work simultaneously um sprout biotech actually happened uh, soon after coffee bean media because i just uh, was as i just mentioned you know that i was exploring you know something which i can do for the people and the planet so that's where you know my background in uh, 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 this biotech came in handy and uh, i started picking up a lot of projects in the healthcare space mm-hmm. and you know, anything because for environment so to say it just came on later but there was a lot of you know these projects which was which were around in healthcare and uh, something with biotechnology so that's where bio, uh, sprout biotech uh, communications came in and uh, try for good actually just happened just subsequently when i started focusing more on the sustainability projects because uh, that's where you know the projects around the environment started coming and especially when i came back to india i started mm-hmm. working with the government of india okay. for certain projects so and try for good just kind of emerged uh, alongside so there are two different uh, entities so to say suppose 
I try for good would uh, try for good initially was more of a not for profit kind of a okay. thing. Okay. Now I'm just spinning off, you know, something of a profitable thing to sustain it from okay. that itself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. So we will actually put the website links of all your three ventures so people can take a look at it, you know, understand in detail your concept, your idea, you know. Uh, Thank you. You know, I mean, you're also a speaker, you know, besides being, you know, author, consultant, uh, you have spoken at many national and international uh, prestigious forums. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, how did that come along and, and is that something you wanted to be a public speaker? Uh, no, as a matter of fact, I was always a very, very quiet and shy person uh, in school. Okay. And uh, my uh, father used to be, you know, very much worried uh, about me, you know, being so quiet. And my mom would also tell me, you know, that, okay, those who don't speak, they don't sell. <laughs> so, but anyways, I mean, I was on the creative side because whatever I wanted to say, I was able to just communicate through writing and visual communication. Um, but of course, moving to, you know, in jobs and other places, of course, you go a little quacky and living in Delhi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, you know, it changes your personality, but I never thought of you, you know, being a public speaker, so to say, I think it all comes and said that, uh, what is your purpose? You know, because when I started going on, uh, my purpose of sustainability being, you know, thinking about, you know, really uh, going passionate and driven about the thought that, okay, there should be something communicated back from India to the global brands to be responsible, uh, and don't really go by the same approach what they have done, you know, they have been doing for so many years. As a matter of fact, uh, what when I was uh, there in the US, I just started, uh, you know, finding a stark change in terms of, you know, when I initially um, observed the heavy consumerism, mm -hmm. at the same time, they had started, you know, the, the, the famous campaign of Patagonia and all that, those jackets yeah. mm -hmm. that uh, don't buy this jacket and all that. And so many, uh, so many others, you know, where uh, they were speaking of, you know, Eastern values, which is about, you know, we, you know, you, you also coming from India, you know, that we have always been, uh, our parents have never been buying in access. And, uh, you know, we have always been uh, reusing the things. We have always been upcycling. Right. So why advertisers have a huge responsibility when they come to, or, you know, those markets, because I felt a little cheated, you know, that, okay, in the US, they are saying something different, which my country speaks. And here in India, they are talking their language. So I just felt, you know, completely driven by that fact. And they then that's where, you know, I just thought that, okay, I can take it to the main stage somewhere. So I looked at the right, uh, right opportunities and uh, connected with the right people. So I came up with, you know, the, the things like um, global brands, they hold the, uh, they, they, they have the opportunity to do good. Okay. And something like aping West, you can go South. You know, that was a, that was a very interesting place because it was Istanbul and it was the perfect point, you know, between where, you know, the West and East meets. Right. So I, I was like, okay, this is a perfect place for me to speak. So you know, it just happens automatically. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. I, I really am uh, fascinated by your approach, the way you see things. You know, uh, you have a very balanced approach to the way you do things. That's just my perception, you know. Uh, well, I'm glad you think it this way. And uh, yeah, I'll take it as a, as a compliment. 
great job. Uh, so, so what is it that you're most passionate about amongst all your uh, different silos of ventures that you're involved in? Tell me something, the one thing that you're most passionate about and why. One thing, okay, <laughs> that's, you know, a challenge for me <laughs> because always, like, I try to keep telling myself, okay, do one thing, but, you know, my birth number is three. Something and, that gives you a purpose, your I'm sorry? identity. Something that says, you know what, this is what I was born to do in life. I think I, I'm through in and out a very, very creative person. Okay. I'm imaginative. I'm very original. I like originality in okay. whatever I do. And that's what sets me apart. And uh, I would embrace, you know, all the evolving media for that matter. Take support from, you know, the, the younger generation also to execute mm -hmm. the ideas and all that. So all in all, creativity. And uh, the, the new thing is all about, you know, because my current thing is sustainability and moving on from, you know, the environmental sustainability. Mm -hmm. Now the latest, as we say in Hindi, you know, the latest EDA yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. about, um, you know, the latest, the bug, as we say. It's uh, now I'm just going into the inner sustainability. Okay. Consciousness. Because okay. Uh, that's what I figured out. Um, people, you know, whomsoever... Because, you know, in advertising, it's very difficult uh, that it, because environment does not have a face. And mostly, you know, people who have faces, like now there, there's a lot of, a lot of thing going about, you know, this LGBTQI things. Right. And, uh, you know, in India, there's this famous, you know, share the load, some uh, gender equality and all that. But what do, what do we say for the environment? It doesn't have a face. So um, that's where I just figured out that, okay, suppose... We start, you know, generally, that's where, you know, my try forward thing actually revolves around uh, healthier environment, um, better communities and happier you. So it covers all the range of sustainability from environment to your happiness. Great. Uh, Dr. Anjou, I want to know this, you know, personally as well. Uh, how do you define success in your own eyes? Like, and, and what do you have to say for challenges and failures? So I am actually bringing three small portions together. So to break it down, part one, what does sure. success mean to you? Um, for, for any creative person, you know, the acceptance of uh, the thought process, the change that with which you are able to see is the biggest success. As a matter of fact, you know, uh, some of my clients have been very happy some of my uh, seniors or customers, they have been very happy with the work. Mm -hmm. But somewhere the biggest satisfaction, which uh, I felt uh, while pursuing, you know, my tribe for good venture was mm -hmm. the association with the younger generation. You know, because uh, it was even before all this, if you're aware of this um, OECD, you know, Open Defecation Free mm -hmm. India campaign and all that, I started it before that. You know, because I came here and a lot of people used to say that, okay, you, where do you get these ideas from? We did, you know, something like eco selfie contest and so many workshops about and around. And so my, uh, you know, the, the I just call them, you know, try ignite, uh, ignite thing, you know, mm -hmm. because I just associate with you. So they say that you, you just kind of work around the law of attraction because whatever you say is happening because we did, you know, together this sort of exhibition where actually we just said that, okay, how should the marriages happen in India? Because we do a lot of, um, you know, wastage and all that. 
So we had, you know, an exhibition around that of their collective uh, thing. That's what is the biggest thing. If you're able to see the change from, uh, you know, your creation, from your concepts. So basically, I'm more of a concepts person. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Interesting. And then... And and, then uh, I'm sorry? No, no, please go ahead. Carry on, please. Yeah, and I think challenges you, uh, you know, everywhere there are going to be challenges for you to succeed, uh, get success in your vision, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes it would be different mindsets. Sometimes it could be, you know, something totally unexpected coming your way. So it could be an everyday challenge to something like, you know, a, a challenge, which is like moving a mammoth task to get your things done. Uh, so it's always, you know, highs and lows and you you just bend down sometimes you just resist sometimes it's all you know there always <laughs> and what, what do you have to say regarding the failures in life you know professionally they are, very important. they are very important because they make you more resilient and uh, they make you think differently and because there is nobody who just threw out and out you know successful because even if suppose they are like sitting on the top they have mm-hmm. their own failures and they, they, every failure is a learning. It makes you stronger to do it the other way around to get success. That's great. Uh, I have a couple of more things uh, before we, we wrap this up. Uh, would you like to share some of your favorite creative projects with our audience? Yes, um, I think um, some you know, whatever I've done for people and planet that's stays as my favorite so far you know one this book is one of my favorite project uh and uh, something which i did the the grow safe food campaign with the government of india here and the not for profit what, what is it what's the name of it grow safe food okay that that was you know targeting the farmers because uh, they just you know use furious pesticides or they would not know the end user would not know the consequences of those pesticides so mm-hmm. building an awareness campaign from them that was carried out all across India here. That's oh. one of my favorite. And then um, there is this, uh, you know, if you have heard of Science Express, that's a climate uh, action special train, which covers, you know, entire India and which reach, reaches out to 1.5 crore young people, right? The students and youth. So okay. I had done, you know, a sustainability exhibit. We had a coach uh, there. Uh, for that and you know other giveaways etc so i i was a designer for that Amazing. that's one of them. and and uh, also you know this uh, ui ux design and branding etc for speech impaired people so in the healthcare segment so these are a couple is that more more catered towards like indian market or is that global that's us yes oh that's, that's good. Oh. yeah yeah oh wow that's great so uh do you like where can we find information on that if if someone from us wanted to look at it regarding this venture uh, well actually uh said that's not a single project because i did you know okay. a couple of them yeah i did a okay. couple of them because one after the other so you know if suppose you look up for assistive technologies for speech you can find but i can just mention you know one of my friends project which i did uh with them that's voice pal v-o-i-s-p-a-l yeah Oh, okay, great. There is Mozza's, yeah, right. So, you know, they have moved, um, they've grown bigger. Uh, that's there, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Dr. Ranju, I 
final question for this this episode you know what is your um, message to the audience who are watching this podcast okay always be a kid at heart that's that's what i would just say because that's going to keep you very creative very innovative um quite a good learner with an open heart that's that's actually that's actually very interesting quote <laughs> the way you put it always be a kid at your heart <laughs> uh, i just wanted to say thank you for being with us it was an honor you know and uh, you know we had a blast you know yeah i had a very good time thank you so much thank you ma'am have a good night bye bye